You know what happens with my aunt? My aunt come over and, and my mom's got her little casino Kathy. Gotta stop saying that. Because she hasn't gambled in a long time since she moved in back to Hanover. She left well Wheeling, West Virginia. Ooh. I, that place gotta be saved. That casino got it. The casino shut down. I used to prophesy that to her. I said, you gonna go look? I said, I'm prophesying out of Hosea. I said, it says you'll seek your lovers and you shall not find them. And that God will hedge your way to thorns until you come back to the house of God. Guess what? She came back to the house of God. The casino did shut down. But I say it all the time, but my aunt was over there. And the Bible was on the table. And here's my aunt. Where'd you get that nice Bible? She goes, well, Lisa got it for me. She got looking at it. She said, hmm. she said, I can read that one. I said, go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. You can read that Bible. I said, go ahead and prophesy. And I took that and I began to war in the spirit for the rest of my mom's family. That one that didn't want nothing to do with God ain't walked into church. I guess she was afraid that she walked in lightning would fall twice. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. But all of a sudden, she began to say, I could read that Bible. And Mom's sitting there saying, you know, it's, it's easy to read when I only got one eye. And you're sitting there talking to each other about how good this Bible is to read. And I'm like, come on, Jesus, because that's how I roll. I was like, come on, Jehu is in the house. Jezebel's coming down. I got excited. Mom's like, what are you doing in the bathroom banging? <laughs> I said I'm marching on that's how I roll I told her I was in there cleaning I made out to wipe something real quick so I wasn't lying but honestly I was praising God because Jehu rolls into town come with me to verse 3 we're getting out of here somebody's going to throw lunch on time I love this stuff and it said and when Jehu was come to Jezreel Touch somebody and say, right time, right place. Come on, it's the right time and right place. You wonder why you got up out of bed and come in here? It's not church as usual. It's church as unusual. It's when your natural finds the supernatural. It's when the one that's anointed gets to the place where it's about to go down. Touch somebody and say, it's about to go down. Woo! Holy Ghost. And what I love about this part is when they saw Jehu coming, because everywhere he went, he went fast. He rolled in. He rolled out. When it came time to shoot the arrow, he could shoot an arrow that would take down kings. He would change the course of nations. That's who you are. You have a Jehu anointing in your life. Don't sit on the Jehu anointing. Don't sit on the wrap-up anointing. Don't sit on the word that would work the word from somebody else. You have prophecies from people that have walked in here that said you'll be healed, delivered, set free. Your kids is all listen. You heard it before. Hear it fresh. Hear it new because you're at the right place at the right time. And God's about to wrap up what was. And you're about to taste and see that God is good. Come on, somebody. Give God a bit of a praise. Come on, praise Come on, praise the Lord. Come on, say God. I'm getting ready for my victory. It said that Jezebel heard about it. And it said, and she painted her face and she teared her head. What that means is that she had hair like this. She was like, I'm going to make it look a little different. Maybe you won't recognize me. She put eye makeup on. She said, let me put a mask on myself. 
Let me try and look a little different. Maybe he won't recognize the spirit that I carry. But can I tell you something, Jehu? Can I tell you the anointing that you carry is a discerning anointing. It's an anointing that knows when to pull a bow. It's an anointing that knows when to go fast. It's an anointing to know that it's time that once was is not going to be no longer. It's an anointing that says I dare to believe. It's the anointing that says I will trust God that I will see my victory. My grave is about to be a garden. That sea's about to be a highway because God's the only one that can and God is showing up. Come on and praise him. herself up and she got herself all painted up like a dead. Let me tell you something. I don't care how much makeup a devil puts on, it's still a devil. You can perfume a pig, it's still a pig. You can paint a duck, it's still a duck. He said, uh-huh. He said, you can make it look good all you want now. I got news for somebody. Your Jehu anointing that's on you is going to give you the discernment to know that it ain't nothing more than Jezebel painted up and you ain't falling for it. You're not getting in that conversation. You're not making that dumb investment. You're not hooking up to wrong people. You're not going to submit to something that ain't God. You're going to go work it God's way. You ain't going to go home fighting. You're going to go home prophesying. You're not going to worry about it. You're not going to watch TV. You're going to go home and pray. You're going to get your tennis shoes on. Not because they some cute kicks and you want to roll up looking fly. You're going to get out and begin to prayer walk and set up God watch. You're going to change some things. You're going to say, God, I need a reset in my marriage. Some of you need to get out and maybe make a few laps up around that house and say, come on, this is how I roll. My walls will not fall. I prophesy a new love. I prophesy the bills are paid. I prophesy a house of peace. I prophesy that what God has promised me and mine, we're about to see it. The neighbors are about to see the glory of God hit the neighborhood because God promised somebody is going to touch somebody and say, this is how I roll. Give God a praise. Yeah. said in Jehu entered in at the gate. Now mind you, you got to get the visual like I told you before. What does it look like? Like when they come into Egypt, you know? Blood everywhere, houses empty, smelling like dead road killing a land barbecue. Empty, right? Picture this. This is a queen who's controlled for ten years. Putting makeup on it, trying to be cute. One, she's an old woman. <laughs> You can only go so far with makeup and a hairdo. She's perched, looking out her window. See, you got to get the visual. You got to get it for real. This Bible, this is a good book. You start reading it, ask God to give you the movie. Ask God to give you the vision. So she's got herself up with new little lipstick on, poofed her hair up a little bit. But she's still got a Jezebel mouth. It don't matter. See, Jezebel can look different. It might come in the form of a man, a woman, but it's somebody that comes against what God is doing. Yeah. That is how the first way you recognize it. Yeah. You can't come under it. Don't have conversations with it. Shut it up. Just shut it down. 
See, everybody wants you to prophesy to a Jezebel. You, Je uh -uh. you don't prophesy. That word was already prophesied 10 years before that. This was the God watch. This was God setting the clock. I love you. God bless you. You be blessed and healed. And I think God, let me say this to you real quick. I hear God say that what he's promised you, he will do. And I love you as a family. I think you guys are awesome and incredible. And young girl, there's great anointing in you. And God wants your full heart. God says that you have the heart of a worshiper. And I hear God say that he ain't done blessing his family. And woman of God, God said that you've changed not just your outside, but I hear God say your inside's changing. And God is moving in this home. Man of God, God has called you to the higher. God has called you to be the high priest of your home. He wants you to grab a hold of your wife. And he wants you to hold hands together and march around that house. When I talked about walking around your house and changing the house, you be the high priest. You let her pray. You let her prophesy. You sit back, give it that clicker. And you be quiet. It's time for your mouth to be open. It's time for you to pray. It's time for you to prophesy. God says it's time to be the high priest of your home because you are worthy. And man of God, you've got beautiful all around you. I heard God say that you are a treasure. There's a treasure in your house. And I bless you. Come on, give God a praise. Say <laughs> right now, this is what I love. It says that Jehu entered in at the gate. And she said, had Zimri peace who slew his master? What she's saying is, is you going to come throw me down? See, if you understand who Zimri is, he said it was the one that was only king for a week. What she's saying is you're nothing but a loud mouth. He said, you're just trying. Oh, you think you was anointed king? See, she had some knowledge, but she didn't have no power. She didn't know that the power play had just happened. That the minute she tried to change it, and that she threw up about Zimri. Zimri was one that overthrew the kingdom, but he only sat on the throne a week. She's telling him, listen, you're going to only get an anointing. You're only going to get your day. Remember they talk about 15 minutes of fame? This was his fit. She's saying, you only get 15 minutes of fame. You didn't hear God. You ain't changing nothing. I got news for you. When Jezebel talks, don't listen. When somebody shows up telling you about your past, I know what you used to do. I know what you used to say. Say, shut up, Jezebel. Jehu's on a roll. Tell him, say, you know what? Say, you know how I wrote the blood of Jesus and set me free. Take the opportunity to testify and let the devil know you're coming for it. Somebody needs to know your family is about to get set free. Like my aunt began to prophesy. That's a Bible I can read. My God, she ain't had the word Bible and read hooked together in her life. <laughs> Buy somebody a Bible. Bake some anointed brownies. Put some anointing oil in that thing. Do something different. Buy them a shirt. You know why? Hand them something. I went up to Philadelphia and we was prophesying to the LBGTQ community. Imagine me against that. It was interesting, but God had given me an anointing. I had a picky bank at home, a little cookie jar, and I dumped some of that out and I heard God say, change for change. I said, okay, God, change for change. I put some anointing oil in that put some prayer on. I said, Father God, everywhere that my finger is going through this change, there's anointing oil on And I prophesied change for change. And every time I went, I had pockets full of change. I'd walk up to everybody caught up in that LBGT lifestyle. I'd say, by the way, would you like some change? They're like, you're giving it away? I'm like, yeah, God is a change agent. Want some change? Sure, I will take some change. Mm. And they took it from my hand and put it and deposited it in their life. I was Jehovah sneaking all day long. And you know what happened at the end of the revival? There was a guy. His name was originally Randy. Now he was Brandy. We set up one of them like horse trough things on the sidewalk. 
we had bottles of water, you know the big five gallons? Filled it up. God still loved me. Come over to me. He said, I got something for you. I held out my hand. What do you think he put in my hand? He said, I need to get baptized. Well, God still loved me. Yeah. Jehu took care of Jezebel with some amount of change. And we love that baby back home. I said, go call him. I said, I believe God's going to use you to change a nation. Let me tell you something, because that's how I run. I don't always roll up screaming and holler, but that does work. <laughs> some of you that have people that don't move, scream a little bit. They doing TV and sitting there, oh, there ain't nothing to watch. Come through, Jesus! My grandson said, Benny, what are you doing? I said, there's something to watch. Watch me praise God. Watch me holler a little. Tell you what, shake things up. Some of you have had the couch in the same place for 10 years. And you have a traffic pattern in your, in your house. Everybody walks the same way, walks to the kitchen, pulls up in the fridge, walks the same way, walks back. You know what you do? Go home and move the furniture. You know why? You force them to walk different. When they ask you why the chair's like that, say, oh, we're prophesying. You don't have to change the way you walk. Little changes. Let your natural and supernatural get together. Come on, let's get back here, JD. We're getting out of here. I'm telling you, that there's, it's, it your pot roast ain't dead yet, I promise. <laughs> Put a fork in it. She said, she'll be done. And it said this, but she said, Zimri Peace, who slew his master, listen to what he did. I'm going to tell you right now. Here's some prophetic things, Jehu. It said, and he lifted his face to the window. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to lift your face up to God. You're going to find out. You're going to say, show me God what needs to change. Come on, say it with me. Show me God what needs to change. So it says that he lifted his eyes up to the window. And when he said it, all he said was five words. Tell God, say, give me five words. That'll change everything. Come on. And this is what he said. Who is on my side? You know what he was saying? Who's on the side of the anointing? Who's on the side of what God wants to do? Who's on the side of the one that runs fast? Who's on the side of the one that shoots the arrow? Who's on the side? Who wants to roll with God? How many of you underneath the sound of my voice want to roll with God? Come on, who is on my side today? Come on, who?
that had no future. Do you understand that when they died, it all died with them? I got news for you. That thing that looked dead, that situation that didn't look like it was about to move, all he did was prophesy. Touch your neighbor and say, prophesy. Say, that's how I roll. And he said this. Throw her down. Say it with me. Throw her down. The very thing that was upholding her, that thing that was beside it, all he had to do was speak to it. He began to shut it up, to shut it down. She thought she was sitting up high. That thing that's coming and prophesying against your future, I got news for you. You're rolling with God. You're rolling on the anointing. You've got a word of God in you. You can't be quiet no longer. I ain't got to lay hands on nobody. You got to lay hands on yourself. Put your hand on your belly and say, said this, that when he got done speaking, it said they threw her down. And it said and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the, ho- and on the horses. He trod her underfoot. And while she was thrown down, this is the end of the story. This is the wrap up, taste and see. Mm-mm, good God. This is the mm-mm, rub your belly, say mm-mm, good. Let me tell you something. Some of you, while your enemy is dying, you're going to be having a victory party. When the whole, I prophesy the party. I prophesy the God that looks at a people and says, you'll keep my feast forever. That means that God's got you a yearly party. Some of you are going to celebrate what God does the same way you celebrate a birthday or an anniversary, you're going to celebrate the day that God gave you a wrap-up anointing. And this is what I love. It says that while he was enjoying the party, prophesy to yourself, say, enjoy the party. Enjoy the party. God threw me a party. And I'm going to enjoy it. Come on, I prophesied that over you. And it says, while he was coming and ate and drank, he said, now go see to that cursed woman and go hurry. And says, because after all, she was a king's daughter. See, Jezebel most of the time is a backslidden Christian. The modern day Jezebel used to be a king's daughter. But they backslid. Oh, they used to stand beside of the king. Used to be the bride of the king. Oh, I can prophesy all day, but we ain't going there. Because it's your job to take that thing that don't look like God. That isn't where it used to be. And begin to prophesy. I can't go home to your house. I can't go with you to the doctor. I can't go to your kid's house and your kid's school. I can't go to where you go. I can't go on your job when you meet with that person. I can't go over there. I can't be with you in school on Tuesday when them girls show up. Let me tell you something. God's got a word. Let me tell you something. And if he ain't, oh, see, listen, you too cute. I'm going to just say this to both of you. You're beautiful. And you're pretty handsome, but you're okay right now. Let me tell you something. If they ain't God, go get you a pair of scissors. And by faith, just walk by and go and snap them and just keep walking. It's a cutoff anointing. If they ain't God's, cut them off. If they ain't the right one, don't even date it just because they're cute. Everybody's dating. I'd rather be alone than to date the wrong one. If they're not of God and they don't have a God agenda, 
If they, I, I could talk to you young people and this beautiful girl over here. I'm telling you, if it's not God, it ain't. If it's not, listen, I don't believe in dating. You want to know why? Nobody needs marriage practice. You want to date? Call your mom and dad and say, we're all going to the movies. Want to come? Why don't you come over for dinner? Why don't you come watch TV in our house? We can talk in our house. I'm sorry, I don't believe 15, 16, 17-year-old girls need to be locked up in a dark car with a boy at 10 o'clock. Selah. And she's like, I hate her now. I used to like her. <laughs> <laughs> pray about it. I'm telling you. Pray. Pray. Pray about what you do, where you go, what you do. I'm telling you. Put God first. Let God throw your party. Let God throw your party. Let God prophesy where you're going, who your kids are going to be. Let me tell you something. You know what my house was? My house was the sleepover house. My kids couldn't go to their house, but everybody could come to mine. Because I knew God was in my house. I didn't know what was in their house. I'm going to say something really odd, and I don't know who I'm talking to in here, so I'm going to look at the wall when I say this. <laughs> my mother used to tell me don't use people's bathrooms. And so I had a friend, and I went into her bathroom, and I was about 16, maybe 17 years old. And I said to mom, I'm spending the night at so-and-so's house. I'm not going to say her name. But I went into their bathroom to get ready for bed, and you know what their reading material was on the back of their toilet? It was a dirty magazine out in the open. I had never seen them in my life, but I saw plenty. And if there's somebody that you know that's got a problem with where their eyes have been and what's on their TV, here's what you do. You call your pastor. Every cable box has a code. It's a parental guidance code. Sit down with your husband and wife and say, okay, we agree on PG-13. Call Pastor Tommy. Most of you won't know the last word his social. And uh, he can come over and put a code on your TV so that at 2 o'clock in the morning ain't nobody tempted to watch something wrong. Yeah. Because ain't nobody I know going to be like, Pastor Tom, can you come over and unlock the TV so I can watch the <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that Jehu annoying. That's how you roll. When Jezebel comes on with that title underneath. Fifty Shades of Stupid. <laughs> but you believe that was on USA Network? Oh. On USA Network. I was like, I never read the book, never watched the movies, have no intention of it, right? And I'm flipping, you know, it's like Bravo. Like I know my cable ain't that awful because I do, because through COVID, we really was watching it. I was like, Fifty Shades of Grey is on USA Network? I said, the devil is a liar. Yeah, he is. He is. And I'm, now this is practical. Practical, practical. But I'm telling you, it's about God. There's a Jehu anointing in this house. Guard your eyes, guard your heart, guard your kids, guard your house. Because Jehu knows that Jezebel is out to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus comes and he might have life. And like more abundantly, Jehu's a changer. Jehu changes everything. Jehu straightens things out. Jehu deals with it. And he doesn't have to use his fist. He didn't even have to really holler. He just said five words. Who is on my side? When there's an argument that needs to be settled in the house, who is on my side? Who is on my side? And you got to realize that when Jehu rides, you know how you're rolling with Jehu? Things start looking like God. 
Things start looking like the way God promised. Oh, yeah. Things start changing. People start getting healed. Arguments stop. Money changes. Let me tell you, well, I'm going to touch that on another day. But I love this. And when they went to bury her, but found no more of her than the skull, the feet, and the palms of her hand. And they couldn't even bury her. Because they didn't want a place for people to go back to to say, this is the power of Jezebel. Yeah. This is where, let, you know, people go back and they do weird things and go back to graveyards and do stupid stuff. They didn't want nobody going back to the power of that witch. But you know what's amazing? The skull represents the way Jezebel thought. But that was left. The hands, the way Jezebel worked. Yep. And the feet, the way Jezebel walked. Jehu, I prophesy to you in this place, Jubilee, that you come here today, not for us not to laugh because we've laughed, we've had a good time, but I'm here to tell you you've got it to do. You've got to do it quick. Don't wait on it. Don't argue yourself out of doing something for God. Don't argue about, should I prophesy? Should I get out in my neighborhood and walk around? Should I write the letter? Should I get a hold of the phone on Disney? Let me tell you the reason I told you them stories is that just happened. You can actually check it out. It just happened. That is a right now, right today miracle. That and the fact that one of my 40-year-old barons is in the hospital getting ready to have her son. Come on and give God praise right there. Because Jehu don't just undo. Jehu also speaks to the future. See, he was going to do what was right. He said, go ahead and go bury him. He said, go get that devil and throw it in the ground. But you know what's amazing? God had already took care of it because there was a word that said, there'll be nothing left of you and the dogs will whip your blood. That word took 10 years. I got news for somebody. The wait's over. There's a Jehu anointing in this house and God's going to use you to do it. God's going to use you to crush the occult. God's going to use you to crush witchcraft. God's going to use you. You know where they're practicing witchcraft in town? Get the prayer walking. Know your shoes. Know your shoes. Say, devil, you don't have a right in my town. You don't have a right to be in my kids. Shut that portal down. You know what a portal is in where they're praying to anything other than God? See, you got to be like Jehu. got to get that Bible. Who's on the Lord's side? When I go and do stuff, I walk through Epcot with this heavy Bible. Man, I, that was, I was my, but you know what we did? We took the Bible. We opened it up. We put the Word of God on the line. In places where we were taking a stand... We'd stand in the Word of God. We would do the practical. People would be like, what is she doing standing in the Bible in the middle of that God? <laughs> <laughs> Working the Word because the Word works because that's how I roll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was doing what God said to do. Some of you have to go to work. Take your Bible to work. Let me tell you something. It'll go through the scanner. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. People wonder why you got that Bible. Some of you drive a truck, put that Bible up on that dash, ride with God. People say, what's that Bible doing there? I say, that's how I roll. Say, Jehu's on the roll, Jezebel's coming back. Some of you need to go to City Hall and just start piling Bibles up. Go in, drop one, and walk away. And on the inside, write, return to sender. <laughs> Let them read that, figure that one out. Maybe watching tape, rolling back, wonder who that was. <laughs> Jesus, take it back to the manufacturer. I'm telling you, I was here to prophesy today. Like I said, who's on the Lord's side? Yes. Come on, who's on the Lord's side? Yes. Who's on the Lord's side? Say, I am. I am. On the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. 
texted me, but uh, I picked up a souvenir. I want to challenge you to get your Epcot souvenirs. Whatever you go to do, grab you a souvenir. I don't care if it's a handful of dirt, put it in a baggie. People say, what's that? That's how I roll. That's territory I claim. Yeah. See, this was for the kids. Because on the backs of cartoon, because where that pornography and that filth was and all that was going on, isn't it a cartoon? Yes, it is. These were created for children. To put children right in front of where all that was going on. I said, not today, devil. And from this day, from a week ago forward, never again. I'm here to tell somebody, I prophesy to you, that what you're going to do for God when you're on the Lord's side, you tell the devil, that's how I roll. You're never going to see it again. It ain't coming back to your house again. It's not going to hit you again. Depression's not going to hit you again. Sickness ain't hitting again. Disease ain't hitting again. Lack ain't hitting again. Poverty ain't hitting again. Pornography ain't hitting again. Arguments ain't hitting again because God's moving in and Jezebel's going down. Somebody, the last thing that we do before we get out of here, look up into the window, Point your finger and say, who's on the Lord's side? And say, Jezebel.